Welcome to the Didi and Latal Show. Advice, thoughts, and stories from a married couple on cybersecurity, technology, and life in general. Now here are your hosts, Didi and Latal. Hello and welcome to the Didi and Lital Show. It is the holiday season. 2022 is about to end and we are here to celebrate it. Oh, not celebrate it. Hi, Didi. How's it going? Always celebrate. You can <laughs> see even with a sweater. Ugly Always sweater. Always celebrate. I need to get a Hanukkah one. This is the best one I got. Maybe I should get one of the holiday Bruins ones. With the colors and the menorahs and the other stuff. But There's yes. something to get for next year. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But, we can improve. But if you're doing a show for in the year, holidays, if you don't wear an ugly sweater, you're not in character. You are in character because you are wearing a red shirt. Yeah. Do you, you know what it means for nerds to wear a red shirt? You tell me. So, in a Star Trek episode, there's always a guy with a red shirt. There's the captain, the, 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 they, they beam down to the planet. All the job he has to do is say, Captain, I found something. Ah! And die. So that's what a red shirt means. So I'm going to die by the end of the episode. Uh, yeah, there's even I a found something. Called, yeah, maybe. John dies at the end. So... Well, that, keep me alive for now. So it's been a year. It's been a it's year. It's been a year. We have a lot to talk about. I don't want to bore people with too many of the summaries and predictions, but I think we have a few topics that we think should be talked about, yes. like things that we've seen and things that we think will happen next year. So let's start. I think you had one topic that you wanted to bring about crime in general and what's the state of it. I think... Everybody's worried about it. it. Depends on your political stance in the U.S. Like, what do you feel about crime? Is it growing? Is it not? But I think you have an opinion of how it is related to cyber. Yes. So let's yes. bring it up. So I think the year as a whole was outlined by lawlessness. FTX for me is lawlessness. Elizabeth Holmes is lawlessness. People say people stretch the rules, they stretch the line, they stretch the something. This is lawlessness. And we say, yeah, they killed nobody. This is breaking the law. If you steal money for somebody, you're supposed to go to Eight jail. Eight billion dollars. It doesn't matter. If you steal a thousand bucks, you should go to jail. There are laws here for a reason. The Torah says, in one of the Ten Commandments, thou shall not steal. I'm not a religious man, but if... The Bible says that it's probably kind of supposed to be important. So stealing, whether it's an FTX scam, whether it's the people going into Walmarts with a gun and saying, you know what, I don't need the cash register. I have a gun. I can go into a Walmart and pull stuff out is a problem because very much like Giuliani, and I'm not a big fan of Giuliani in his late days, but if you start to allow crime to happen, it it, it propagates, it propagates, propagates. And, and gets worse and worse and worse. And this is my kind of I'm a very I'm I'm a very conservative person. I'm very much for small government. The only thing a government needs to actually do is to protect me from lawlessness. In the Jewish Gemara thing, the law, of, the book of rules, they basically say, if an armed robber meets an armed security guard. Security guard's supposed to say, dude, good luck, you, you get the stuff. Because you're not expecting somebody 
whose job it is to deal with this. This is why there's police. Even in the Bible days, there was police. And this is the police's job. And this is the government's job. The only reason I pay taxes is for roads and for, no, actually, education, roads, and, and safety. I'm not expect, and this is related to the topics we had before and a lot of times in our conversations, like the RSA breach. I was expecting the government to protect my business. I'm not expecting myself to defend my house against somebody coming in with a tank, a gun, a battering ram. I'm expecting the, the government to protect me. And that's kind of my, my kind of theme of lawlessness. It's kind of a little bit of a lax approach, and it's, and it's, this is a bipartisan thing. It's not a specific party thing. It's everybody's been kind of saying, you know what, let, let's not take care of this. It was Trump, it was Biden, it was everybody. They're, they're, they're not dealing with those. So nobody's dealing the, with the, ransomware, stealing money from every hospital, every school district, exactly. every business here. And you, as a business owner, supposed to buy technology, hire people, and get to deal with this. Exactly. While this is organized gangs of ransomware, it's, it's organized crime, that it's a cartel, basically, mm -hmm. the, the same that you would expect the government to deal with drug cartels, and it's, it's yep. a, a, a national problem, we would expect to have stronger protection against yes. cyber yes. threats. That's and what you're saying. Yes, and, and, right. and the method that they're doing now is saying, oh, you have to have regulation. I think Sam was talking about this in one of our either future or past podcasts. You'll see it as it comes out. Bringing in more regulation to say, oh, you, if you want to operate as a business, you have to do all these things. That's not actually protecting me. It's red taping. It's red taping. It's, it's, it's like saying, wait. if you live in Dorchester, you need to have a gun. That, 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 that makes no sense. So do we think this will become any better next year? Like we, we've seen this erosion, I think. And yes, yes. cybercrime is on the rise and it's, it's more organized. Um, I think we've seen pipeline at the beginning of the year. We, we've seen like big manufacturing of, of food. It's critical infrastructure when things like that get attacked. So do we think anything will get better? Will it get worse? Is it just the same? I'm an old man. Nothing gets better over time. Things only get So to be completely honest and look at the numbers, we are living right now in probably the safest time humans ever lived. Physical safety, absolutely. Physical yes. safety. Not, your catalyst converters in your cars in Newton, not included. They were in the news locally that people steal now. The catalytic, catalytic converters. Catalytic, from, catalytic, how do you say it? Catalytic Con converters. Yes, so, especially so, if you have a Prius, apparently. Exactly. So what it means, it means that I need to sell my Audi and get a Mustang, because especially the old ones, because they just burn gas and have nothing catalytic in them. So, but I think... I think cybercrime will continue to rise until there'll be a, a legitimate intervention from government bodies. Because as, as long as you're not protecting the population and people can make money, and we all assume that the recession will get worse, then if you have no money and you go online and you buy a kit for a thousand bucks, you can steal people's money. Why wouldn't you? 
do you think or is there a good model that for a government that protects is people from cyber threats like I, I wonder how much a government could do so the two governments that do a really good job at it one you'd expect and the other one you wouldn't so the German government does a very 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 good job at doing a lot of this enforcement some of it is easy the way they do this because they're in terms of kind of computer savviness or computer openness they're a little bit in the dark ages so they're the biggest on-prem kind of country in the world probably so it's easier to do some of this stuff but Israel does a really really good job as well and there's a kind of a cyber securities are whose job and is to deal with some of this stuff some of it comes with company regulations and there's well, like national institution for cyber security exactly that oversees it and, and there's takes a lot care of, of it and there's a lot of education kids coming out of high school are aware of this some of this is because they want to get jobs in cyber and, and serve they want to get into the military specific uh, cyber security units yes but but there's a lot of education and that immediately raises the bar because it means that even the HR lady that works in a company of 10 employees and have computers with uh, an accounting an accounting thing she's thinking about this because somebody told her this her kid her husband her somebody so it's education and awareness there's laws in place there's enforcement in place because if you will get caught you'll get punished one of the few things you do get punished over there for because you don't get punished for tax evasion but it's a whole different topic altogether but these two countries kind of do a good job at and this and we should take a and look and learn a little bit the GD and Latal show will return in a moment the GD and Latal show is sponsored by ort in today's world identities are the perimeter protecting the organization and are the most exploited vector by attackers and If your security teams are struggling to maintain control of identity management tools ort can help ort offers a centralized platform for discovering monitoring assessing and remediating identity threats to your business while most security platforms can take weeks or months to start identifying and remediating risks with ort your security teams can get started in as little as 30 minutes and start securing the identity perimeter immediately Ort will surface the most critical vulnerabilities and give your security teams the recommended action steps. Start your trial today at ort.io. That's O-O-R-T dot I-O. The GD and Latal Show is sponsored by Hunters. Hunters is a SaaS platform purpose-built for your security operation team. Simpress, the parent company of Vistaprint, implemented Hunters' SOC platform to replace its SIM. Thanks to Hunters, Simpress no longer needs to babysit alerts and detection logic. They've improved their SOX efficiency and optimized costs. Visit Hunters.ai to learn more. Related topics that I want to bring in, I kind of like we're thinking about it and I don't know what the answer is. We've seen cryptocurrency collapse in the last few months and we all know that's cryptocurrency is probably the biggest engine that helped uh, cyber criminals grew 
to where it is. Like ransomware and cryptocurrency kind of grew together, if you think about yes. it, in, since the 2010s when crypto was in its infancy. Do we think that the crash of cryptocurrency and maybe mainstream people playing less with crypto will make it less of a thing for criminals, more of a thing? I mean, I kind of like started thinking about it. How will it impact cybercrime? Will it? It's going to be interesting, right? I think so. I think the, the main fall of the exchanges is the thing that is going to make monetization of cryptocurrency harder. So pause for a sec for everybody that's listening and doesn't know what, what we're talking about. Cryptocurrency is something that, by the way, there's awesome YouTube videos that explain how cryptocurrency works. So don't necessarily listen to me, but it's running a, a whole bunch of mass stuff on your machine, getting back an object that is, that is hard to reproduce and hard to recreate. And the value of it is derived from how hard it is to make it. And the second thing, because computer cycles and all that stuff cost power and and gear and other th stuff. So it's important, it's hard to make, and then it's hard to share in a way that's not trustworthy. But all that stuff is very theoretical. It's like consider the tulips in Holland. So a tulip is awesome. It's hard to grow. It's, it's hard to keep. And it used to be very valuable, but you needed somebody that would turn it into a real currency. And those were the exchanges, FTX, for example was an exchange, something that takes the fake money and make it into real money that you can go and buy in the store. Now, there's two things that might happen. Some of the Eastern Bloc countries are looking, and some of the South American countries, are looking to make cryptocurrency as currency. And if I think there do, is one com country, maybe Ecuador, if I remember, yeah. we'll check it, that's already made it into... And actually, it killed the economy. Yeah, but it's, once it's I think, uh, but I think Estonia is looking into doing this, and a few others are looking into doing this. If there's a real world monetization part of it, of crypto, and the exchanges don't matter, then it doesn't matter. And it, it would be good for the criminals because the value will keep on going. Easy mm -hmm. to monetize it maybe more regulated or maybe less good for them it will be interesting yeah it's, it's gonna cryptocurrency in the next year is going to be very interesting i regret not minting stuff in 2012. on the other hand i'm very happy for not buying it in 2019 2019 <laughs> when uh, the hype when the hype was at the top so all in all we're kind of in in a good place yeah so it will be interesting i think that's a big thing that drives us in our space. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the dynamics around it will be really, really interesting. And maybe they'll look for other ways to monetize the work. I think the fact that there are wars everywhere, I mean, there are coups, wars, a lot of things. I don't know how many, how much of it is impacting cyberspace. I think there were a lot of expectations of seeing a lot of cyber warfare coming in the Ukraine, Russia. We haven't heard a ton about that. I think there is an element. It's still kind of like 
a warfare on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there were expectations that it will be more of a cyber war. So that's another topic that I find interesting. I'm not an expert and maybe we bring somebody that is an expert to discuss it because yes. really, really interested. I mean, Russia is probably one of the biggest nation states in cyber cyber crime uh, uh, and, and cyber warfare. Yes, and they have been using it aggressively and they can probably take the electrical grid using cyber in Ukraine and they're choosing to bomb it instead, which is interesting. Well, they learned something from the Hicks in North Carolina because they could have hacked the the grid there but they decide to shoot it I don't know if you know this but people have shot up the grid in North Carolina and there were there was a blackout in a big chunk of the state so clearly they're learning something from the Hicks I guess it's less resilient maybe they, they know that the Ukraine can resist uh, a cyber attack but bombing electrical power station is have one to resist also sometimes it's a statement it's like the Israelis discussion of bombing the nuclear facilities in Iran versus the Stuxnet thing doing Stuxnet makes more sense it's quiet quiet, quiet yeah. is makes a lot more sense but bombing is a statement saying hey you can't do this so it could be a an aspect, exactly you don't know maybe maybe the those psychological impact Exactly. absolutely interesting same is with this discussion of the tactical nuclear weapon even raising the topic in that war became a big thing this year and probably be, will be a big thing for because all of us kind of forgot that this was the year of remembering a whole bunch of stuff that we kind of forgot first we forgot the 90s and I'm very happy that we forgot the dress code of the 90s I'm very very happy music was great Music was but less as good and as the clothing the 80s. is back my kids are wearing 90 90s clothes yes if you didn't see what Leah is wearing it's the midriff everything sh- I I wore the in the 90s yeah the midriff shirts paired with belly button piercing looked nice at the beginning and then you saw a whole Depends bunch on of, your age it was never a good look it was never a good look so 90s are back those of us that preferred 80s music are still in pain because the 90s was less good if you want we can argue about the topic backstreet boys are back unfortunately so yes so yes we're getting a flood of the 90s and part of the things that we're getting like a flood from the 90s is the return of the nuclear weapon discussion because none of us have thought uh, their kids have never grown up in a world that nuclear attack was a threat now it's back like the backstreet boys so that's that's something that we need to consider The Soviets are back yeah the Soviet the Soviet threat is back I, f- I completely forgot about the Soviets there there are people I know that Dennis always jokes that he was born in the Soviet Union a country that doesn't exist I told him it's coming back He's, but uh, we'll bring Dennis to one of our next episodes we will bring absolutely Dennis. okay I want to talk about the economy and we don't want to be the ones to predict because we have no clue we don't have a ball and we we cannot kind of tell the the future so It was a rough year it was a, it rough, was a year. rough year inflation is rough what do you think what's the impact on them the tech industry cyber startups we're in startups mm-hmm. what do we see what do we think we've been through rough times already so you, you you can see we've been through 
the 2008, the 2000. A lot of the people we work with in startups, like this is the first time that they're going through a recession. We know the economy has its ups and downs. It happens. So maybe we give some kind of like wisdom. So from my, I'll tie this into our kids because everything is eventually tied to our kids. Like our kids are struggling right now with going back to real school because they now, uh, our kids are hitting high school after spending middle school in the COVID years with no restrictions, no rules, no nothing. No school. No school. No, not learning Zoom. how to write a, <laughs> a structured sentence or a paragraph. And now they need to come back to school. You'll see that there are people like Ron that just get snap, it, get it change and, and snap and adjust and others that don't. And I think what we're seeing with the economy is that it's the people that thrive in the going back and the people that struggle with the going back. And I think this will create this dissonance of something's really failing, something's really succeeding. My marker is the fact that I was interviewing developers over the last couple of weeks. I'm continuously trying to hire. If anybody hears this and they're a good UI developer, always call me. So when we're looking at the, the, the hiring space, good people find a job in less than a week. I, I was talking to a developer and I wanted to give him homework and he said, no, I'm not doing homework. I have three offers. So even that there's firing, there's a lot of hiring still could be the runway that some startups have. It could be other things. On the other hand, prices are going up. There's reactionary things. So it's going to be an interesting economy. And there's basically the two wolves. And the one that we will feed more will win. Because there's a lot of attempt to grow. And also there's a lot of attempt to fail. So that's my prediction. I want to talk with the people out there that have teams in security really want to know like what are your plans for next year like are you slowing down on hiring are you slowing down on replacing tech getting new tech i think that people are rethinking and putting pause and i actually think it's a good thing i mean we had this kind of momentum of thinking we live in this world of abundance money's there you can always go get more of it if somebody asks for a higher salary they'll get it you can just go across the street to another shop and, and get something better i actually think that it drives creativity down it makes us less of focused people i can tell you that i'm talking with my team doing marketing and tell them we should be now focused and choose better. And when you choose better, you're doing better things. You do less, but whatever you choose to do, you're actually gonna focus more. So I'm, I'm curious how this will impact people, plans. Shoot us a note about how you're planning and what are you focusing on? And I, I'm really happy that it made my team decide about things that we will not do for sure. And it was one, I, I saw the relief on people's face when we said, okay, this is a thing we're cutting for next year. We're not gonna do it because it's not right for us. We don't wanna spend anymore. I like it. I actually like it. So it, it's a good learning experience. And I like being frugal. Sometimes it's fun. Like let's do things a little bit more sketchy. I'm all for frugal. 
don't cut identity. Don't cut identity. <laughs> he has to put the product placement, otherwise it will not work. The product placement, it's on the desk. Excellent. So, yes. Well, do we wish anything other than keeping identities clear to our listeners? So I think it is the, I, I like the idea of your frugalness, but I think what they need to do is go down on their list and see what are the things that will get me fired this year and make sure that they solve for those. Don't look at the plans like you've defined them before and all the projects that you wanted. Take a look, stack rank, aggressively stack rank. Understand how you're dealing with insider threats because in a, in a challenging economy, insider threat becomes a An much- even more problem. It's an opportunity for people and people are more ang- exactly. angrier. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Deal with insider threat. Deal with how you deal with people wanting to go after your money. Yeah, fraud will grow. Exactly. So make sure that you have plans for, any, for all that stuff. These are my takeaway for this year. So focus, focus on things that matter. Focus on, on problems that you can the risk. Solve and problems you can solve, not problems that are hypothetical that you want to launch a project for. Deal with partners that can help you solve real problems. That would be my recommendation. So look for impact. Look for impact. Look for impact. Let's make it a year of an impact. Uh, awesome. Focusing on impact. Let's finish the holiday theme. What is your favorite holiday food? And uh, back and forth on this. Well, I mean, we're Jewish. We celebrate Hanukkah and not Christmas. And I think in our home, Latkes, definitely the favorite. Yeah. I promise to make Latkes this year. Yes. And, and we yeah, need to get your producer, Dave, is a member of your tribe as well. And I think the listeners <laughs> need to know, how, how do you eat your latkes? What's the best way to eat a latke? We, we're not for the sweet ones. We, we like them savory. So, so we, it's potato latkes with onions, um, deep fried, kind of traditional. Applesauce? With no applesauce. No, 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 no applesauce. Plain. 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 Wow. plain. Old school. We're hardcore. Um, actually, I eat Lital's savory latkes, mm-hmm. usually with meat, something like a prosciutto. Oh, nice. Interesting. Th- that's the I non-traditional was, Jewish, yes, yes, with a prosciutto. I was, it's, I was. It's a kosher pig. We circumcised it. <laughs> <laughs> I was brought up on latkes with sour cream and sugar. Oh, nice. And so that's the way I do it. It's not healthy, but I think around Hanukkah no, is healthy. No, it's not by definition. <laughs> right. It's all deep fried. But we also like souvgniot, the donuts, the the deep fried donuts. Yes. I'll get them. I'm not going to, this I'm not making myself. Yes. We're going to buy. By the way, there's a cheat code for making the donuts. You buy the the sweet rolled dough from Costco and you deep fry that and inject it with jam. It's awesome. Dinner rolls. Frozen dinner rolls. I I can email you. If anyone is interested, ping me. I'll, I'll give you the cheat. And the downside of this is after Lital makes the, the stuff, it looks like somebody threw a grenade in the kitchen and somebody with an ugly sweater needs to clean it up. Just, just saying. That's why we're married. Just saying. Everyone has his own job. Awesome. I think with this optimistic line, we can roll. Excellent. So we wish you Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you're celebrating. Have a wonderful year. We hope 2023 will be secure, happy with impact. Let's focus 
Thank you for listening for the Didi and Lital show. We hope to see you again. Please subscribe and like us wherever you get your podcast. See you soon.